Hey everybody, it's Jay White from Data Mastery Marketing for Modern Growth Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. We are so glad you've decided to join us today. I'm here again with my partner in crime, Jason Reno. How's everybody? Great to be here. So good to be back with you again. If you've been watching our podcast, make sure you watch the one just before this with the case study because we shared how data, good, solid marketing data is literally changing a business from the inside out and doing it very, very quickly, dropping ad costs while raising conversions and raising revenue for this company. So make sure you check that out because uh, there's some great stuff in there. Today, we wanted to hit on something that a lot of people call us when they uh, are, were talking about our data services and consulting services. Um, you know, data can be that thing that you see in your head and you're just like, holy spreadsheets and CSV <laughs> files. And oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do with this stuff? And we get that a lot from people, especially if they don't know a lot about data. So what we did today is we outlined 14 different ways that you can utilize high intent in market user profiles and data to help the, your marketing in your company to help, again, drop ad costs dramatically, raise conversions, raise monthly revenue, and really, really, really revolutionize your marketing game. So with that said, I'm going to throw it over to Jason and let him uh, walk you through each one of these 14 ways. Probably going to open your eyes a little bit, so listen closely. Yeah, I appreciate that, Jay. I'm just going to pull up my screen here. Give me Two seconds. Uh, Cue the uh, Jeopardy theme here. Dude. All right. You with me? Or did I? No. Did, did I come back on? Uh, you're, yeah, you're here. Yeah, there we go. Now we're coming. Okay. All right. Perfect. Let me. There we go. We're good. You can hear me. We can see me. I can see you. I don't see the slide yet. <laughs> podcast 101 folks <laughs> live and in person there you can't we go. see the uh, there it is can, okay we're good all right yeah so what do you do with all this data jason great question <laughs> so now that we're uh now that the slide's up here so the obvious with the paid data is, I'm sorry, the obvious with the data is the paid ads. So first things first is Google, YouTube, Facebook, even LinkedIn ads that we can plug in the data, live stream. So that way these ads are being ran directly to audiences that are already in market for their products or services, or we can create lookalike audiences uh, to target those individuals and find more people outside of just, just even outside of our data. Also, we have uh, the display and video and what's called the DSP, the programmatic marketing. Um, so plugging the data in there. And then what's nice about that avenue is the data multiplies where one device or one email address turns into multiple devices since, uh, you know, somebody hits one Wi-Fi and now everybody in that household gets identified. And now we're able to run ads to even more individuals than the person that originally searched. Uh, same thing with connected TV is we're taking individuals where somebody's running a TV ad right now and they're just running a blanket TV ad to everybody within a geographic location, but how would you like to run ads to everybody in that geographic location 
case in point, we were just talking to a large pool supply company, right, Jay? So yeah. how would you like to, how would you like to run your TV ads to only people within that geographic location that have a pool at their house, right? Because you're not selling to people if they don't have a pool, they don't need your products or services. So why would you want to run an ad and waste waste an impression on them? So it's that type of stuff how we can get finite with the data and really uh, fine tune things. And then also, I guess TikTok could be bumped back up with the social media there on the slide. But um, with TikTok ads as well, um, we are able to plug in the data and help find an audience. So we're not just having that blanket approach. Um, so you're just basically gathering the data, the this high intent in market data, and you're just sending it to the client and they plug it right into their Google stuff and their YouTube stuff and Facebook and all that. It's well, I guess it depends on where you get your data from, but I mean, there's multiple ways. These ad platforms, you can, you can get lists, you can uh, upload CSV files of data that you've purchased. Uh, in our case, in most of these platforms, we're live streaming them directly in there. So these oh. lists are these lists are updated every single day, and these ad platforms constantly have fresh data to work with. Uh, also, we have the retargeting aspect of it. So what I just mentioned is we're taking you know. In our case, we're taking the in-market data, live streaming it into the ad platforms. But then as the data is hitting our, the client's websites or you know, your website, the business's website, you have the ability to be capturing data off that website and then retargeting them wherever you want. So when I say up here, targeting and retargeting, you can take somebody who clicked on a Google ad and they hit your website but now capture that identity and now have the ability to retarget them, not just on Google, but Facebook, LinkedIn, Display Network. You know, somebody clicks on your website this morning and they can see a commercial on their streaming TV platforms later on that evening. That's what I mean by retargeting. Okay. So you're, if I, if I got this right, you are taking high intent in market data and streaming it right to the ad platforms. You're not just dumping it on the client and saying, yeah, you got to plug this in. Good luck with that. You're actually doing it for them. It's going right into their audiences. Correct. Yes. Once it's set up, then these, uh, these live streams are updated daily. So, I mean, depending on the numbers, there are fluctuations depending on if the AI software determines whether or not uh, via their recent Google searches and recent web history, whether or not they're still in market for that product or service. Okay. Uh, so okay. just calling out Facebook at, you know, every day Facebook gets this live feed, it takes their algorithm, runs it against the audiences, and then um, to find your right, the right client for you guys and your, uh, for the product. Okay. So you're, you're, you're getting really good data. You're putting it right into the ads these people are clicking on the ads, going to a landing page of some sort for a client. And then you're also getting data from that as well, from that mm -hmm. click. Correct. So there's, uh, you can have a pixel installed on the site and the landing pages. So that way you're capturing anywhere from 50 to 60% of those visitors that are bouncing away, not converting, <clears throat> giving uh, the business the opportunity to have a second chance to convert them. Uh, the nice thing about using out a pixel outside of Facebook's pixel is you now own the data or the business owns the data. So they're not limited to only retargeting on Facebook, but they can retarget anywhere they want. So this data just keeps building every day as you keep feeding more and more 
of, of these high intent in market user profiles into the into the machine at the top, basically. Mm-hmm. And it Absolutely. just keeps yeah, the, the the list just keeps going and going and going and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And basically it's streamed automatically so the client really doesn't have to do anything. Uh, is that correct? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we got to put the ads together and, you right. know, but in, in terms of the data getting to where it needs to be, it is on an, uh, it's an automated process. Okay. So if, if somebody's already got a paid ad funnel, that's working pretty well, uh, you're just basically mm-hmm. dumping, I guess we call it fuel, <laughs> fuel to the fire, right. And just adding more interested people into the funnel and obviously getting more clicks with dropping uh, ad costs and getting more conversions. Uh, it seems like a win-win to me. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, data, one of the most important things to understand is data is not everything within the, uh, within the campaign. You still have to have good copy and graphics. And what I like to say is we like to take a, like I think you just said a, a winning campaign or a modestly uh, winning campaign and put rocket fuel on it so that mm-hmm. way it's you know if you have we what we find is there's a lot of quality campaigns the copy's good the the graphics are good the videos are good the landing pages are good it's just they're not being seen by the right person so once you plug in the data and you get that the right message in front of the right audience that's when you see the the click within the sales funnels and you know you see things really starting to take off um, and then from there, it just grows and grows. I mean, you have, you know, these, you know, these businesses spending, you know, fifty, hundred thousand dollars or more on ads, getting 10, 20, 50,000 clicks and hits to their website. Now they're piling in with our pixel. Now they're piling in 10, 20,000 individuals every month into their database. And, you know, that's really cool to see after 30 days. But hell, what about 12 months from now? Right. Now an individual could go from twenty thousand a month to now all of a sudden having, you know, three four hundred thousand individuals in in their database that they now have access to, where they can email, they can plug back into ad platforms, you know, depending on the business niche they're in. But is it is it a Black Friday? Is it a new product rolling out? Um, but having that large database makes getting in touch and getting your message out to individuals. <clears throat> A whole lot easier. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, you know, the paid ad side of it is, is you know, kind of what we like to call the Captain Obvious side of it. It's like, hello. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where you should plug well, it in and watch it work. But it, it, you're, you're kind of touching on building the list, which is on the other side of the other ideas. I'm going to let you go into those. But uh, if, you, if you go down to the next to the last check mark there, it says future proofing build an invaluable database for future use. That's just what you were talking about, correct? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, building up a large database that, I mean, there's so many, we don't even know what uh, what all these AI softwares are going to be able to do. Um, But when I say future proofing and having that database, it's getting getting back in touch with those clients um, when you want to, but then also taking that database and that information and putting it back into AI softwares and having it, you know, what I'll get to hear like segmenting out where now you're getting to know the clients better. If you had 10,000 clicks this month, how many were males, males or females? Where did they come from? What other type of information that you can extract from the data that you're getting to learn more about your customers? So that way you can now <clears throat> segment messages, maybe, hey, 
75% of our visitors that are clicking are clicking our ads and clicking to the site are females versus males. We didn't know that. We thought we were developing a product geared more towards males. All of that type of stuff, uh, once you start gathering the data and really looking at it, um, you know, starts coming out and can provide a large benefit to the businesses. So it's not just utilizing the data to get the quick sale from the high intent uh, in market profiles. It's also utilizing the data to build out, uh, uh, you know, and, and tweak your marketing in a broader sense uh, by knowing exactly, like you said, uh, demographics, uh, things, probably income, uh, addresses, you know, location. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that you could potentially pull from this data. I, am I right? Absolutely. And, um, you know, every every person or every identity is slightly different in terms of how much data uh, our infograph has on them or whoever, whatever business you're getting your data from. I mean, nobody has every piece of data on every person. Um, but that's the key is to figure out how to segment it, pull what you can from it. And then, you know, as many ways as you can make it valuable to yourself. Uh, I'm just going to touch on it since, you know, we have the slide up here, but even LinkedIn, you know, when we're recovering data from, uh, from bounce visitors of the total amount that we're recovering somewhere around, somewhere around, you know, this happened last call with your darn phone. <laughs> I, I thought I shot it off, man. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyways, about 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 20% of the data that we provide has the personal LinkedIn URLs. So now if somebody, especially in the B2B side of things, uh, that's more of a long-term high-end sale where you're now driving traffic, your ads, you're paying money to drive traffic to a site, obviously you have a low conversion rate if it's a long-term sale and you need to build relationships. You know, let's just say it's a 1% conversion rate. What if you could capture the other half of them you now put them into the retargeting campaigns and out of that half 20 percent we now have linkedin urls where you now start dripping them on linkedin and establishing a linkedin uh, a linkedin following or other social media followings based off that there's um, again there's just so much you can do with the data where it's not even just the paid ads but the linkedin organic organic messaging uh, there's facebook organic messaging i mean all these different platforms now you can upload CSV files of data. You can just type in the names, you know, you hire a VA uh, and just have them go in there and type in the names of everybody that just bounced off your website and start following them and interacting them on a, with a social, on a social media level to again, build their trust and establish more lines of communication. You don't know where, you don't know where they're gonna be or where they wanna communicate. Um, just to finish off the list here, texting and phone calls, those you got to be careful with, uh, you know, full disclosure, obviously there's laws, every state has different laws, federal laws, everything else. Um, so those you have to be careful with in terms of, you know, making sure you do them within all the laws and regulations of, of the state where you're in. As far as email goes, I mean, cold email uh, is still very viable. So yeah. emailing, emailing this person, adding them to newsletters after they've bounced off your website so you can continue to stay in touch with them show them an additional bump offer hey thanks for visiting but you know hop back onto my site and i'll give you an additional 10 percent off if you sign up in the next couple of days or purchase mm -hmm. this product whatever your you know additional offer can be to get them back to the site but it's really just giving a business a second chance to get that conversion which up until this point 
was largely only done by Facebook and or Google's pixel, which basically just means pumping more money back into either one of those two platforms. Now with the businesses owning the data, they can now choose where they want to retarget. What if they, what if they spending all their money getting the traffic there, but they have a really good email campaign where they don't need to spend additional paid ads for their retargeting. They just get a lot of traffic. Some converts, uh, half of it we, we capture, and now they just set up some email campaigns where they can, they can retarget for no additional ad spend, saving them a fortune rather than having to pump money back into to Facebook or Google for additional retargeting ads. I mean, every business is unique. So it's, it's really just, and that's where it's important. Um, and what we have found is, uh, is you really got to help the client or the business use the data. Most, most clients aren't equipped or ready to use the data. They might have ad, they might have some ads set up, uh, but where we you really want to try to work with somebody who's going to come in and hold your hand throughout the process, set up the data, make sure it's streamed properly, make sure campaigns are set up properly, give you ideas to work with it, not just, hey, plug it into some paid ads, watch your cost per lead drop by 10%, and I'll send you the invoice every 30 days. Yeah. I mean, that, that'd be nice, but at the end of the day, it's just the tip of the iceberg in terms of what can be done with the data. So, you know from our side of things we really try to get in get to know the businesses as, as well as possible and show them all the cool ai automated softwares and things you can do to maximize the data i'm glad you touched on email because uh, you know i i i'm a 25 year copywriter and i specialized in emails for a lot of years for a lot of of uh, high level clients and uh you know the 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 common uh thing that we used to say is the money's in the list you know, if you can build the list, you can email the list and you can continue to just make money off of that list using different campaigns, different approaches, different styles. Um, I believe that the uh, Direct Marketing Association uh, says that uh, for every dollar spent in email marketing, there's about a $40 uh, ROI. And which is, I mean, good luck yeah. finding that, that anywhere else. I mean, it, it, it's like standing at a slot machine in Vegas and dropping a dollar coin in every time you, you pull the crank, you get 40 back. I mean, they'd have to, they'd have to drag me kicking and screaming away from that thing. Right. So absolutely. Email marketing is just an absolute no brainer. And if, you know, if a business isn't doing it, they're missing out on a huge opportunity. And what this data can do is get you those emails and those names uh, to market to that are already interested in what they're selling, what they're, you know, and, and looking to buy what they sell. So, Absolutely. There's a, there's a whole second layer of intent. I mean, we're not, we're talking about feeding the machine with the in-market, but the email really comes in once they've bounced off your website. So mm -hmm. now they've bounced, now they've bounced off your website and now you have the ability to email them directly, which is a second layer of intent. They've already clicked on an ad. They've been on your website. They know exactly who you are. So yeah, there's a 40 to one ROI on completely cold email marketing imagine what the possibility is off emailing somebody who just left your website. Okay. Yeah, man, that's, there's, it just, it's mind blowing. I mean, you know, you're just, I'm reeling from all the possibilities of, of what we could do 
is a business with this data. So anything else you want to add here real quick? No. And I was going to say, I'm sure there's probably in between shooting this. And then um, by the time somebody listens to this in a few days from now or something, there's probably a cool software that's already out that we can plug the data into and do something else with. So <laughs> make sure we time snap it. Cause we're, yeah. <laughs> you know, on our end, that's what we're tr really trying to focus on is, as uh, you know, we have somebody on our team who's just focused on trying to come find new softwares that can plug the data into whether it's a marketing software, whether it's a decision-making software. I mean, we can even, there's ways that we can plug the data into copywriting softwares so that way the copywriting software starts learning about your uh your marketing avatar so that way mm -hmm. it's just getting better so instead of just saying hey i need something somebody for this but you start building out that persona i think is what a lot of these ai softwares call them is you start building out these personas well the bottom at the end of the day all these ai softwares are only as good as the data you provide it so the more high intent high quality data you can provide whatever ai software you're using to market or make decisions the better it is and that's where we want to come in and you know make sure you have the highest intent and you know the most uh, highest quality data yeah ai is changing everything and if if a business isn't jumping on the ai bandwagon they're really they're really falling behind because all their competitors are you know, yeah. and uh, it that's uh, you pair this AI technology and the advancements literally every day with this high intent in market data and these user profiles. And, and uh, it you can just it's astounding what you can do for a business. So, you know, I heard a good quote uh, the other day. It was your job isn't going to be taken away from AI. It's going to be taken away from the person who knows how to use AI better than you. <laughs> yeah. Good. So, good. so it's basically like embrace it stop fighting it stop bitching about it stop like saying oh it's here you know i'm it's, I'm, it's gonna take my job we're doomed this industry is doomed this industry doomed it's like no it's it's just another tool in the tool belt just like data and ai you just got to combine the tools and figure out the best way to leverage it for your business automate the system um you know find more clients communicate with them better communicate with them in a more personalized way to ultimately get that conversion as quickly as possible. Excellent, man. I really appreciate you sharing this with us today. Uh, I think this we'll was go a blast. ahead. What's that? I said, this was a blast. I know. Let's, do, <laughs> let's, let's do it again soon. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I hope as if you're watching this or listening to this, I hope you're it's, we've got your mind going in the right direction because this kind of stuff is uh, the one thing that you can add to your marketing mix and do it very seamlessly and without a lot of effort and, and trouble and even expense on your part. And, uh, and it could change things dramatically for you and do it, do it very, very quickly. So uh, we appreciate you listening today. Stay tuned. We're going to have lots more uh, to, to, uh, to show you, to reveal to you, to talk to you about. We've already kind of discussed what we're going to do in our next podcast. I think you're going to find that very interesting. But please like, subscribe, click whatever button, bookmark, whatever. Make sure you're, you're plugged into the Data Mastery Podcast for future episodes. I appreciate it. I'm Jay White. This is Jason Reno. Thanks for joining us today. We'll talk again soon. Take care.